0: An Australia without Rugby League is not Australia. Um, Rugby League has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of Rugby League.
1: It has been those Australians who have
2: worked hard every day.
1: They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are
2: the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight.
3: Hello, everybody. This is Fire Up The Quiet Australia. Now, they, he keeps saying, he, the overlord Volandis, that it's uh, relaxation. For some people, it's their business. It's their profession. It's how they make their living. Uh, I'll like myself here, and would you like to introduce our guest, Chris?
2: Well, Stephen, we are very excited to have Dr. Gen- Dr. Jenny Saunders join us on Fire Up's Quiet Australia today. Jenny, your CV is longer than I can possibly read out, but you are an Australian sports legend. The trigger for having you here is that you were, correct me if I'm wrong, the first female physician involved with Rugby League, but you've gone on to many other things which we'll cover this afternoon, but it is just a thrill to have you. Welcome to Fire Up.
4: Oh, thanks very much. Happy to be here. Is that true, the very first? Yes, not only the first physician, but the first female in a dressing room. Right, and we shouldn't really have to say that. We do, don't we? Is that first female in the dressing room, full stop? Yep.
3: Wow. You want to take us there right now? <laughs> what, was, what was it like? Was it, uh, how old were you, if, I, if you don't mind me asking? Um, she minds. No. no. no.
4: I 27, 28. Okay.
3: So you were, you know, you, you weren't, you know, a blushing young thing.
4: No, no. I'd uh, been to university. I'd graduated medicine. Right. I'd, uh, I so was... you knew
3: bodies inside and
0: out. Was yeah. it controversy? <laughs> was it controversial? Were you, were you frowned upon? Were people a bit awkward about it?
4: Uh, my club were not, but uh, many others were, yes. Which club was that? I was with St George.
0: Oh, yeah. they're very progressive always, yeah, no, aren't you have they? say the mighty St George Dragons, right? Never before, never again. <laughs> never before, never again. <laughs> so they've always been a progressive club, so they were very comfortable with it.
4: They were, and I, I feel very indebted to them for giving me my start in sports medicine, and they never questioned it. They were fabulous. Wow. Okay.
2: So, how did you get there? So, were you a Dragons fan and you just knocked on the door down at the Taj Mahal at Cogra, or <laughs> did you just hang around the dressing were you just, rooms were after you a just, Dragons? Were you just well, or
3: I used to drink with Billy Smith after we crashed the car. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, none of the above. Um, I was actually doing my internship and in, uh, post uh, training at St George Hospital. Ah, and just around the corner. corner. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I had the opportunity. Uh, they always had their match day doctors from the hospital and two of us shared it because we had to um, do a lot of extensive after-hours work. Every second weekend we were working. So when one of us wasn't working, one of us was at the game. So that's we shared the job and um, the guy before me was leaving He was, and he recommended me because I had shown an interest in sports medicine right from an early, early time in my doctorhood. And uh, I was recommended, and they just accepted it. Why were you interested?
3: Was it was it because
4: it might have been a, a flourishing, lucrative business, or but there's a particular reason why you went lent that way? Well, um, as, as a med student, I played a lot of um, sport at, uh, for the university and with the university. Ooh, what and sports? I played hockey, mm-hmm. um, b- basketball, and squash, f- and also water polo. I started the water polo team at uni, and I also started the cricket, women's cricket team.
2: If you had to and pick- you did a medical degree.
4: Uh, yeah. Those are yeah. the
0: bouncers at ANU in, in Canberra. They always said the only thing you can't cure with violence is water polo players and forestry <laughs> students because they just get too drunk. Was, <laughs> they were always concerned when the water polo players came out. If
4: they you couldn't. had to pick a,
0: a, a hot list of the sports
3: with the most injuries, which is the most prone to hurt the body?
4: You have to go with the collision sports. So we don't say... Um, contact and non-contact. We say collision contact and non-contact. Right. So non-contact would be something like lawn bowls. Yes. <laughs> and contact are things that aren't meant to be contact like yeah. netball, basketball, right. soccer. And then you've got collision sports, which right. we're talking about right now. And what's at the top of the tree? Oh, um, Both the rugby's, I think. And yeah. uh, they have a slightly different injury profile, uh, depending on the because they do different things, uh, but they're they're top of the tree.
0: Hmm. Netball was the worst for knees. If you're just judging on knees alone, I think netball's right up there. That's correct. it doesn't have the head and... uh,
4: No, but women also have a higher incidence of ACL injury. Uh ACL? Yeah. So it's much easier for a woman to injure her ACL than it is for a man.
2: And knees is a particular focus of yours, is that right?
4: Uh, no, no. Um, my, uh, As you probably know from reading my CV, um, I've just completed a doctorate, and uh, it's in a particular area of back injury. Right, sacroiliac. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's, that's sacri- it. I've sacri- buggered that. Isn't there a song with a sacroiliac written into it? Yep. 10cc. <laughs> <Ten> 10cc. <laughs> yeah,
3: while, while I've got you, doctor, there's a... Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That old chestnut. <laughs> my knees are a bit shot. You also do platelet-rich plasma-, plasma treatment, is that correct? That's correct, i So yeah. I've, I've actually experienced that. That's become increasingly popular in rugby league. I think Teddy Tedesco and his knees were the benefits of that. Explain to people what up is.
4: Oh, look, I think it's been a game changer for us in sports medicine. So platelet-rich plasma, um, we are just using the body's own healing mechanisms to heal. So platelets are the small cell in your blood that do that when you normally hurt yourself. Uh So we just take those cells, concentrate them. So we take it from you.
0: Put them in a centrifuge. Put it in a centrifuge, oh.
4: concentrate them, get rid of the red blood cells and take the platelets and then put them into the injured part. Wow. So we're just asking the platelets to do what they normally do and that is heal. But we're putting in a lot more greater number. Supercharged.
0: Mm. Right. Is there anything illegal about it? There's no... There's No, there's nothing... no
4: it's quite legal from the uh, anti-doping point of view. Right. Mm. Uh, as long as you're
0: using your own blood, you're not getting someone else's.
4: Correct. And we're not putting it into your blood system and uh, like for instance oh, so
2: you don't put it in the blood you put it in the we put the it injury. into the
4: injury yeah okay
2: the S- guy the guy who does my his first name is Phil so I call him Dr Phil yeah <laughs> you don't do you? I do <laughs> and it turns out it is the actual Dr Phil that I'm seeing no no it's, it's, it's a different <laughs> doctor Phil. it's uh, Dr a, Nick can I can I say it's 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 quite a cathartic experience to go through PRP because you've got to go through the array of sort of locals and then they actually hmm. And, and, and he and Dr. Phil talked about the very technical term was once you've got the plasma, which is sort of the yellowy stuff, mm-hmm. he says, will you glug it up with calcium glutinate or something like that? Is that right?
4: um, yes and no. It depends what you're using it for. Mm. So if you use calcium gluconate, it will um, make it into a gel. So if you want it as a gel, then you would use that. But if you don't need it as a gel, for instance, for most of the things I use it for, I don't use calcium.
0: So you use it on the on the... SIJ. You use the PRP on the SIJ.
4: Yeah, that was part of my research, yeah. Hmm.
0: Does that is it work? Is it I thought it was really good on particularly yeah, like Achilles and
4: It's very it, it depends and you have to use different formulations for different injuries. So if, right. for instance, if I want to use uh, something to heal a ligament or a tendon, I need to know that I've it's best if I have Platelet rich, so I need a, t- a concentration of five times normal, and I want leukocyte rich, so I need the white cells too. But if for my stuff in the sacroiliac joint, I want a leukocyte poor preparation. Right. So um, different ways of preparing PRP can do that for Does you. Does it have a
3: lifespan? Is it active or good for a certain period of time, or is it
4: after you put it in the person? Yes, yes. Um, not really. I mean, for for me in the sacroiliac joint, I'm trying to get a ligament to heal. So um, once I've got that healed. Um, you're going to have to go and injure yourself again. Right. If you're using it for osteoarthritis treatment, yes, it does have a lifespan. Mm. And it only works on the lower grades of osteo. It doesn't work on the, you know, if you're bone on bone, it's highly unlikely to work.
2: Right, right. I have two questions. First of all, how does this uh, compare or rate to stem cell therapy and what's the comparison between the two?
4: Okay, one's a sledgehammer and the other's... um, not (laughs) (laughs) stem stem cell therapy is we is uh as when when you're um how the body regenerates itself is it does have stem cells throughout the tissues and they can generate themselves into all sorts of different things for instance platelets come from a stem cell that's in your bone marrow that makes all the blood cells Mm. and the bone marrow as it matures it it uh, generates into platelets or different forms of white cells and different forms of red cells. And then they're released into the blood system. The stem cells we use for treating things like osteoarthritis, um, are what are called mesenchymal stem cells. So they are often found in fat and also in the bone marrow. What's the,
3: what's the most minor injury you could – PRP, that's what it's called? Yeah. What's the most minor injury that you've ever used this treatment for?
4: Oh, um, I don't use it lightly. I mean, it's usually for when other treatments have failed. So, for ah. instance, chronic tennis elbow, uh, Achilles tendinopathy, okay, um, patella tendinopathy, okay. Um, it is can it, be used for arthritis. Expensive. Is it expensive? It is, and it's not available on Medicare. It's not refundable. Okay, so, yes, so to that, can you
3: Chris? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a
4: completely private cost. But for instance, um, it's much much cheaper than stem cell. Like stem sure. cells, ten times the cost. Yeah. Well, and,
2: yeah. and my second Ooh. question is, which ten CC song is it?
4: Come on back and do the sacralia. There you go. Can, can, can
2: we go back to the sheds in Cogger in the 70s? Yes. Uh, first of all, I imagine there was this hubris around St George, you know, talking about the <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you sense that immediately, that they sort of had a brawn-to-rule mentality in that club? Is that right?
4: Um, a will well, well to success, maybe. I knew they were good. Ah. <laughs> so were you, were you a fan? Were you a
0: fan of the Dragons? Were you a fan of rugby league prior there too?
4: Um, look, you've just heard about my sporting experiences at university, so I didn't have much time to watch much.
2: Yeah, ah. right, fair enough. Too.
4: Did you have family members that were following a team? No. No,
2: okay. That's
3: usually the, 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 the pathway, <laughs> but no, okay. So just because you were in the area and that was the local team. Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: and it was purely because they knew of my interest and developing interest in the, and, and sports medicine as a specialty did not exist then. Yeah. And again, that's another thing I'm very yeah. proud to say that I'm, was part of the group that started the specialty college as yes. well. So I guess
0: it's an opportunity. Well, Where are people getting injured a lot? Instead of chasing the ambulances, go to the
4: footy. <laughs> go straight there. <laughs> so high Craig, concentration
0: of clients. Constable Craig Young would have been part
3: of the team then.
4: He was indeed.
3: Was he a standover merchant? Was he as tough as they say? <laughs> <laughs> they say on State of Origin newsletter, he'd say, you're not going out to play. And they go, all right, Craig, you know. <laughs>
4: Look, he had learned a lot from his time in the police force, so he could be very authoritarian. Yeah. But I always found him a very pleasant person to be with. Did he you? was always honest and yeah. straightforward. And um, he was a pretty tough cookie.
3: Yeah. But but not tough enough wasn't? not to cry when they won in 2010 with his son,
0: right? Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's not a player. That's a dad. <laughs> that's, that's, a dad. Right, that's a dad. Was there anyone yeah. who you can dish some dirt on who was like, you know, a needle? <laughs>
4: oh, stop!
0: Was there anyone who was really... <laughs> <But there was.
4: laughs> uh I'm not gonna say names of people who are still alive. Turn the mics off. Turn the mics off. Initials will be fine. <laughs> but I do remember one time the coach had decided everybody needed to have certain inoculations. I've forgotten where we were going, what we were doing. And um, so I duly arrived down the club after training with a all these vaccination things ready to go and um, they had to go and find people hiding ah. <laughs> and yeah, there were a couple is, of guys yeah. they found in the in the toilets it's <laughs> not so much anti-vax I, is just
0: anti-needles. Uh, oh anti-needle. yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah no. <laughs> there's, there's one rule in, in sports medicine: um, a lot of injections you can do with people sitting up, but if they play football, you lie them down.
0: Yeah,
3: I guess we don't need to ask where you stand on anti, the anti-vax movement.
4: Um, I'm pro-vaccination.
3: Yes, and you feel confident that by March we may have one here for COVID.
4: I hope so. I don't don't know that I'm confident. Um, We just don't know enough about it. You know, it's a bit of an emergency situation. So they're rushing through a lot of the stages. Thankfully, um, normally what would happen in development of anything is they all happen in stages. But what's happened here is they've been able to do them all at once because money became available to do yes, it. Yes, So rather than wait, do stage one, see if it works, do stage two, see if it works, right. they've done them all together right. because they had the funds to do it. It's yes, just money, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And did the boys test you early on uh, in your role as St George Docker?
4: <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> any, you know, without naming names, any examples that you could give? us?
4: Well, everyone knows this one. Yes, you do, don't
2: you? Well, I won't know. But they, but I they, don't they, know. They, the listeners won't
4: know. <laughs> okay, so um, like I said, I met with the club um, administrations prior and the coach at the time was Harry Bath, a lovely, lovely man. I got him very well with Harry. And Harry had told the boys that they might need to wear towels to the shower. <laughs> and I had an area, of the dressing room, where I could put my things and the boys could come up and see me after the match. So I was standing there and one of the gentlemen... I use that name advisedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he came up to me. He wasn't wearing a towel and yeah. he was a very tall gentleman up. and he had his hand on his thigh, on the upper part of his thigh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he said to me, Doc, I've got a sore thumb. <laughs> Funny
3: guy. <laughs> to Funny which guy. you replied?
4: Which one's your thumb? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: was that a little finger I'm
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: Very so good. I presume you get completely inured to male nudity. Like it, it's it's... I've I've worked with I've worked with cheerleaders. I've gotten into changing rooms. It's a work thing. You don't kind of. It's like whatever. They're just working. Oh,
4: no, precisely. I'm there to do a job. It's their job. It's my job to yeah. look after them. So, um, you know, if they're changing, I just leave them alone. And I used to get really upset for them because in those days the press used to come into the change room, and they'd be sh- they'd be shoving a microphone up under their face when they're trying to put their mm. trousers on, on and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, and I just thought that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. It would have been nicer for everyone had there been a press area that could yeah. be done slightly later. And I was told it wasn't done that way because they couldn't meet their deadlines. But
3: and Jenny, then the bad news. The bad news, of course, you had to take a step down and go to the Rabbitohs. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm <sorry. laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean,
4: yeah, all careers
3: have a peak, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, well, I did do a couple of years at the Rabbitohs okay. and that, that and was also very good. I mean, these guys were community teams. So yeah. um, you always get the sense of community yeah. from, from both St George and, and, and its. Well, and how
3: How different was the culture then?
4: Not very different, though I must admit it's the first time I knew that the football manager had to go to the police station to bail someone out so he could play the game. Right. It's also <laughs> the first time I had to treat a fracture ankle when someone turned up before the game That's from from cl- the fight the night before. It's classic
2: rabbits. <laughs> it's classic rabbits. Wow.
3: And, and in those days was there a more sort of obviously prominent Indigenous component?
4: Um. Oh, I'm
3: because there have they've been fluctuations, haven't there, with different teams over the n- years? Not,
4: not necessarily. I th- I th- but the thing is I just don't take much notice of that. They're just people no. to me and yeah. I treat them all the same. They're all yeah. the same ankles. And I didn't, like even now I know that some people are Indigenous. I know that now, but I didn't know that at the time. Right.
0: So with, with said ankle, did the person play with the fractured ankle or did you...?
4: Um, we managed to dissuade him. That probably wasn't going to be a good idea. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what. You need to be able to run to play yeah, <laughs>
2: yes. Some weight bearing on your foot. Mm. It, it must have been a, a huge come down because, of course, you were the St George doctor in 1979 when they won the grand final, correct? Yeah, I was. And on our Facebook page afterwards there'll be a photo of Jenny with her premiership blazer. How
3: right. exciting is that? And, and tell me, just walk me through the, the end of the game. Where were you?
4: Where was I? I just... Yeah, whereabouts were you, Taxi? Oh, um, on the ground. Yeah. Um, it was a very long day because we had several teams in the grand finals, So, Did you uh, hear that, boys?
0: <laughs> several teams. <laughs> 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 you had that in 85 too. You just lost a big one. Remember?
1: Yeah.
4: I was there for that one too and that oh, was horrid. Oh, sorry. Um, but, but 79, um, <laughs> yeah. we had our under-21s and they won. Um, and then our reserve grade, I think, didn't make the grand final that year, lost in the final. And then um, so I just had to go from one dressing room to the other. And that, that was a big problem for me because I always had trouble getting into the dressing rooms. Right. Uh, particularly at the SCG. You would be aware that that member stand used to be male only. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And I recognised that I would have a problem. So Every time. We teed it up. It was every time. It wow. was painful. In those days, the attendants used to wear green coats and we were given a special uh, entry ticket that got me into the dressing room in the member stand. And the green coat down the bottom of the stairs said to me, No. Nah. Where'd you get that from? (laughs) Oh, God. And And meanwhile, there's
3: a a baying audience behind you, I'm sure. Yeah,
4: and and anyway, he went to phone someone for help. So while he did that, I started walking up the stairs, but then he came and grabbed me and pulled me back. And um, meanwhile, one of our players walked up. um, uh, I will say his name. It was Rocket Reddy. And I said, Rocket, help. And he said, no, mate, never seen it before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be right. I said, you bastard, get someone. <laughs>
2: 79 was the victory against Teddy Glossop's Entertainers, correct? Canterbury. Yes. Yeah. Now, a little bit of trivia from that game that I always like to wheel were, out. Were what?
0: you there, Chris? I wasn't. <gasps> Is that the first time ever you've admitted to not being in a game?
2: Getting to football was a more problematic uh, situation for me at that age, Dennis. Plus, it was Canterbury and St George. Why would I go? Yeah, fair call. But uh, there was an industrial dispute on... So Rex Mossop actually called the grand final from the Ch- Channel 7 studios. Right. And, and you can hear it in his call. He's really, really flat the whole time. And to me, that was a sort of a fascinating event which was replicated this year by rabbits calling the origin from yes. the Channel 9, um, yes. now no longer Willoughby, now North Sydney booth. One other thing is I just want to quickly touch on your Olympic campaign, Jenny, but is it a fact that had you been there in 75 you would have got the needle in the right spot for yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um Yes, absolutely. And, and it wasn't, um, I, I, it was not me. I do know who it was, but I, <laughs> I, I won't tell. But the interesting thing, you say we played Canterbury in that 79 grand final. Who was the captain of Canterbury?
2: It wasn't one of the Hugheses? It was one of the Mortimer's, was it? I was a doctor. It was Dr. George Paponis. Oh, Dr. Oh, George. Yes.
4: Right. We're batch mates. We're in the same year and good friends. Did right. he wow. did, did administer
2: <laughs> the needle to Chang'e? It wasn't him, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we were still at university. Yeah.
2: Can, can, uh, there is a, just a quick sidelight. Uh, I often mention future classic recording artist Hayden James on this podcast. and He was at <laughs> Dr. George Poponis' daughter's wedding and was DJing at the Ivy afterwards and um, needed to borrow my headphones. The ouzo was flowing at the the wedding of Dr. George's (laughs) daughter and Hayden was probably a little under the weather and played a two-hour perfect set after having a huge Greek wedding with the exception of the fact that he played Daft Punk's Get Lucky three times in two hours. That was the only indication that he wasn't (laughs) quite with it. Now, your career, you you were a founder of the Careflight Helicopter Rescue Service, which is enough as it is. Mm You were awarded in 2000 the Australian Sports Medal for Outstanding Achievement and Service in Sports Medicine. We'd love to find out how to get a sports medal, but I guess we're never <laughs> going to get one. But you did go to two Summer Olympics. I did. Which two?
4: Uh, Barcelona and uh, Athens.
2: And, wow. and, and were you uh, just part of the general um, crew or you assigned a particular sports?
4: Um, I was part of General Medical Headquarters, but we all had sports we looked after. So, in '92, I looked after cycling, yep. um, judo, wrestling, uh, and I also went to some of the hockey. I did some of the track, and I did all the morning sessions for track and field. So,
2: if I remember correctly, in '92, the women won the gold medal in the hockey. Sorry,
4: no, 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 that was um, that was sold, wasn't it? That was yeah, they won yeah. 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 The boys played the final against Germany and lost one. Right.
2: Ricky Charlesworth, was he still going around at that stage? Uh,
4: Yeah, Rick. Rick, Was Rick still playing? Yeah, I think Rick was still playing.
2: And in 96, you were attached to?
4: In 96, um, I missed because of uh, ill health and uh, 2004 was my next in Athens. Oh, so Athens, right, not Atlanta. Mm. Sorry, right, right. In 2004? Yeah, Athens. Yeah. And initially, I'd been looking after Australian swimming for the few years before that and initially I was going to go with swimming and then they had a change of administration and we did a swaparoo, and I ended up going general headquarters. And I, I loved the wrestling. I got the wrestling again, and I got the boxing. Mm-hmm. I, but I looked after the jimmies. I love the gymnastics and the divers, and they are just awesome. What about what's it about the boxing that you loved? Oh, it's a weird culture. Yeah. Um, nobody <laughs> warned me. Um, when you're uh, at the match, you're sitting with the coach, and the you're at eye level with the mat. Yes. And I was sitting there behaving myself, watching the match about, which I don't know a great deal. I have done a couple of bouts before, but not a lot. And um, suddenly the coach slammed his fist down on the mat and said an obscenity very loudly at the judge opposite him. Right. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, that's allowed, is it? They do that differently here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A different world. And and there's reports today that if the Olympics do occur in Tokyo in 2021, they've announced in the village that there's a bonk ban. What chance do you think they've got of enforcing that?
3: (laughs) And and should Malcolm Turnbull
2: be in charge? Special (laughs) envoy. Special (laughs) envoy, based on his experiences in Canberra.
4: Well, part of our role in uh, being a medical officer there was always to be preventative in... Uh, <laughs> and
3: well, we were thinking maybe Barnaby Joyce could be the sort of the frat leader, you know, he could monitor the halls, the whole hall so leader. So walking around with a shepherd hook and a bucket of cold
1: water?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to say that my first experience of that in Barcelona was I was, had a very early morning start. I had to be at the front gate to be picked up to go somewhere at 5am and it was in week two. So a lot of the week one athletes had finished their competition and were therefore. Partying, and they did have a disco that was away from most of the accommodation blocks, so they didn't disturb people's sleep. And I, I decided to take a shortcut instead of taking the path. I went across the grass. That was a bad move, <laughs> very bad Just move. Olympians, couple oh, all did you over see the there? place. <laughs> um, I had to sidestep ah.
2: bodies. It'd be like the equestrian. Many? Or <laughs> jumping just, over hurdles? The <laughs>
4: really? Well, there were, there were two that I saw. Any names? <laughs> 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 well, I, I didn't know who they were. Uh, they weren't wearing uniforms. So. <laughs> they yes, weren't. Yes. I'm not talking Australian here. They could have been. Anybody. Yeah. Didn't yes, recognise yes.
2: them
0: by their bottoms.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. Community disco, community park. Um, Jenny, you still lecture? I do. Yes. And you are Macquarie Street Specialist.
4: How did become one of those? That so is a funny. secret society. <laughs> that of is Aquari just so Street funny. I <laughs> never, in, in all my days, thought I'd end up one of them. No, no,
2: incredible. I mean, wow, well, you've got a secret handshake, and
3: you know. <laughs> I don't tell the, secrets. The stone cutters <laughs> on the mormons. Oh, I know? tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a very, very, very incredible career so far to date, and uh, we thank you very much for joining us, Chris. Would you like to add, add, add anything?
2: Well, I just, I'm just i hoping you're going to stay for the rest of the show and uh, add your wisdom because we don't have much. But I should disclose how, and this is the first time I've actually met you, Jenny, I think, mm. but the reason I'm connected to Jenny is that there is a wonderful Australian who goes by the name of Robert Forbes or Bob Forbes as we like to know him. And Bob was single-handedly responsible, in my view, for getting the progressive rock band Yes back to Australia <laughs> in 2003. Yeah. Uh, Rob was there just up the road from where we are in the Horden Pavilion when they played their iconic 1973 shows touring close to the edge. And he was a, a lifelong Yes fan, and he... I'm just short-cutting uh, the story here, but he basically not? went <laughs> He went to Michael Chugg, and he said, Chuggy, how do I con- convince you to tour Yes? And he says, well, you know, get some names together on a petition and then take it to the band who were playing in Japan from memory... And present it to the band, and if they say, "Yep, that's good enough for me," Chuggy goes, "That's good enough for me." Right. And Bob did that. That's uh, an
3: interesting way to do it.
2: Yeah, and uh, the, the, the ad went into the Sunday papers that it was happening, and there was a web, uh, an email address. I think it was info at yesfans f a n z fans of Australia New right. So I replied because my dream was to meet
3: Rick Wakeman. Because Jenny, you don't understand. That's his number one obsession. He yeah. has many. <laughs>
4: I've met several like him and he'll tell you why shortly. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's an unusual <laughs> group. And, and Bob rifled back a replied within 15 seconds and goes, I've had a look at your website. We do similar things because he's sort of in the approval of ethical pharmaceuticals, that sort of thing. And so we met up and Bob, not only did he be the catalyst by which the band arrived, uh, they formed this group of fans and there was a function, uh, at, well, there were two functions in the end, either side of the Gigli Entertainment Centre, so we met the great artist Roger Dean prior to the show mm. and then there was a, an after show, I think it's now what call it, The Four Seasons, I think it was called The Region or something back then. Mm. And uh, the key. four of the five members of the band came down and joined us uh, for an extended period. And I, was the
0: fifth not Rick Wakeman? No, 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 oh, Steve yeah. Howe
2: didn't make okay. it. But, uh, so I got to, to meet Rick and, and <gasps> came up with a really, really meaningful statement. I said, Rick's Thanks for everything. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and Bob was in the front row and he was duly credited by the band. He's a great man and he clearly has an, an even greater partner. Ah, right. okay. <laughs> Shall we come back right. after the break? Right. Yes.
3: Um, and dare I say the writer of or the piano player for Life on Mars. Life on Mars, yeah.
2: he's on Absolute Beginners, yes, he plays yes. the Mellotron on yes, Space yes, Oddity. Yeah. and he Bob. Says that, and no, yeah, Bob does. <laughs> Bob is a great keyboard player. He has a, has a band called Tram Tracks. They've got a new album out called Why. I is have that a, right? I have a special vinyl copy. He even has a Memotron, which, is a, which is. is a synthetic version of a Mellotron where you mm. can plug in In the Court of the Crimson King yeah. and get that Mellotron sound or Nights in White Satin by the Moody Blues. Spend an hour with Bob Forbes, your life will never be the <laughs> don't, same.
4: Don't forget the, um, what's the other thing he plays? Uh, oh, there
2: are many. places. there are really two.
4: Wow,
3: because the only time I've seen anybody with two was uh, was uh, Willie DeBacker, Wally DeBacker with uh, Gotcha
2: when he did the Jean Jacques Perrier. Right, right. Jean Jacques Perrier. And, yeah. look, you go. <laughs>
1: and, and just in case
2: you think it's all, um, you know, back in the day, Bob gets credited on the most recent Hermitude album for his contributions. Is that's the, right. You know.
3: It's a small world. <laughs> we'll be back soon. <laughs>
2: oh, wow. That's uh, that's I'm exceptional. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. That just shows your rugby league gets in your bones, doesn't it?
3: Uh, welcome back to Fire Up, The Quiet Australia. Our special guest, Jenny Saunders, today. Um, what hasn't she done in the world of health, medicine and popular music? Chris, I can't even <laughs> begin to touch upon. Uh, I would like to uh, suggest to you... That, do I look any better to you? Well... You're shedding a little.
2: Stephen, you, you <laughs> sort of... You, can I say this, there's a sort of a fresh aura around you? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I, I've
3: tried Manscaped a number of times now, uh, particularly the razor that is waterproof and has its very own light, and I'm
2: delighted in it. What have you got to say about that? Well, Christmas is just around the corner. <laughs> that's a trademarked expression that I came up with, guys, so is don't right? use it any other time. <laughs> and Manscaped, That's the time
3: for giving, right? That's, that's <laughs> right,
2: and let's face it, it's been a tough year and it is time to bring a bit of joy <laughs> Into that special person's life, particularly if he's a manscaped candidate. And they're offering their perfect package 3.0, which is better than 2.0 and certainly better than 1.0. And at the heart of it is the electric trimmer Dennis, the lawnmower 3.0 with the yep. advanced skin safe technology. Can you see Which is it?
0: a miracle, which I have to say is a miracle. There's no nicks, there's no nothing. I have nicked myself before with other inferior products. But this, the ceramic blades, I don't know what they do, but there's nothing. No nicks. Safe. I it, feel safe and secure.
2: It, Jenny, Dennis has previously confessed on this show that his attempts at male grooming, he's ended up looking like a relief map of the Battle of the Somme. So <laughs> none yeah, of that and, happens. And with...
3: Jenny would be very comfortable with a lot of machinery that deals with human tissue, etc. <laughs> maybe, Maybe maybe you could make a 4A into popular medicine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, because you don't just get the lo- uh, the lawnmower, you get the crop preserver, the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturiser. The, the ball wipes are known... <laughs> as
3: <laughs> Did you have to, Chris?
2: <laughs> yes, apparently they do. The crop reviver and critically here, the manscape boxes as well as the, the the carry bag. Carry bag, yeah. And I mean, that's what makes it a little bit Christmassy. Yeah. Because the carry bag. We're all facing, as men, yeah. endless supplies of socks, ties, and boxes. But imagine if the boxes wrapped around the perfect package. But 3. Can't you see the fire up team
3: in slow motion walking through an airport terminal when we we're allowed to? All swinging one of those manscaped bags. That, Just yeah. in, in
2: boxes yeah. and nothing. I like Roger
3: Moore style. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's the modern version of asteroids. it's like the Mercury 7. They've got nothing on us right. with our manscaped Leonardo stuff. Leonardo
3: DiCaprio style.
2: Now.
0: The right stuff. Th-
2: th- there's been some reports in the media today, apart from the bonk man at the Olympics, that uh, people are perhaps a little reluctant to spend their savings uh, that they've squirreled away during the lockdown. Except
3: the rich. Well, did you see that? <laughs> the rich are now going, right, we've saved our pennies through the downtime.
2: Now we can spin. Stephen, the rich don't listen to us. <laughs> we know that. So you might be going, I don't know, this sounds great, but could be a bit pricey. Well, get this, Stephen, Dennis, Jenny. <laughs> if you get on manscaped.com right now. Oh, you're not going to say it. And you seek to purchase the, uh, the Manscaped 3.0 perfect package. If you enter a, a very, code? very simple code? code. It's a very <laughs> simple code. code. <laughs> Dennis, do you want to have a stab at it? I'm going to guess it starts with F for Freddie. You, you, you're on the way. Fire yeah. up. Correct? It is correct. Right. Fire up, all one word, lowercase. Yeah. What's the percentage again? 20%, 20% off. Yeah. Oh. And you we go, going, well, I'm done, I'm sold, I'm in. Yeah. Plus free shipping. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Thank you, manscaped.com. Okay. So, so
3: we, for uncle, father, grandfather, nephew, son, brother, son. whatever.
4: That's the perfect, perfect Package for the perfect package. Yes,
2: exactly right. that's exactly <laughs> the plan. And, and There's their tag. And I guess you'd be careful not to get it confused with the thumb, correct? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. I don't think you use a machine like that on your thumb, Chris. Okay. Gotcha. That hey, uh, he I'm is. glad that we've got, we've got some happy news because in Rugby League right now, there's a lot of very unhappy news in court cases all over the country. We won't go anywhere near that. We'll go with some happy stuff, shall we, can we? Can, can
0: I start with some happy stuff? Please go. I'm wearing it.
3: Yeah, yeah, the new jumper. Oh, this that's is the new this jumper. This is there. the
0: 2021 Canberra Milk are back. Does it breathe? Oh, it breathes beautifully. And yeah. what's more, they've also got. I'll look at it, will you?
1: The training <laughs> gear has come out as
0: well with the new the new Canberra Milk logo. Wow. So it's it's just and it breathes and this stuff. It's great to train in. That wicks away the sweat. Yes. I oh, feel oh, like I, Nick Cottridge, even though he's going to. The I would imagine
3: Jenny, you get a box every year from St George with their latest merchandise ready to go <laughs> <laughs> for long service. Duties? Unfortunately not. Ah, Chris, will you be buying any new jumpers?
2: I actually went, as you know, I'm a uh, jersey sponsor for the West Tigers yes. and they really are a, a great bunch at the West Tigers. But my, <laughs> I went because the new jumpers were also released this year and, and so I went on to actually, funnily enough, tennis, buy a jersey and a <laughs> training singlet. Yep. And my merchandise code as part of my sponsorship has expired. So I've reached out... Oh. Because I think I've given enough blood, sweat, tears, and cash to the Titans. Have they
0: they given it to you? They They will give it to me in
2: spades.
3: Now, as we all know, we officially have entered twenty twenty one, and when we do, the 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 great hope of. The sunlight comes, the clouds part, and MB The age Roque of Aquarius. Fan, yeah, the age of Aquarius on December Sat 21. And, ro- and every Rugby League fan can live in the hope that their team might win the competition, correct? How's no. joint going, Chris? The West Tigers. <laughs> <I've been. laughs>
2: well, I was worried until I read an interview with coach uh, Michael Madge mcguire this week. How's the house? Well, no, he actually went straight to the heart of it and he was asked by the journalist. What do you think your prospects are like for 2021? I mean, you've obviously added the likes of uh, Joe offerhand yes. Jimmy the Jet Roberts.
3: Was he forensic about this?
2: Was he very scientific? Uh, he also? was. He went to the data review to look he looked at all the player specifications. Yeah. He looked yeah. at their uh, their um, BPIs. Yes. Has, he got, has he got the
0: 2021 footy cards? He's looking at the stats on yes. the back. He's playing 100%. super trumps.
2: He, he's looking uh, at the <laughs> nutritional profiles yes. Janet He's done, uh, the, the body fat, etc. Yes. What do you come up with? Uh, he goes. There's a good feeling around the joint. Oh, Fantastic. Wow. <laughs> is the house soul.
0: Is the house being trained down?
2: Is the house being trained down? Well, he doesn't he, he, need to say that because when uh, you say there's God, a good feeling around you you the joint, and you, you would know, know this, Jenny, because you've been around the joint. <laughs> you've been around a Premiership a few joint. joints. You can tell when success is can yeah. success, can Jenny, it, it? coming. Can you smell success, <laughs> Jenny? Can you smell
4: a joint coming? You can,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's enough for me. Well, I tell you what, you go down to Cogger at the moment. All you can sort of smell is sort of well, little, something I'm, coming off. I'm the picking up Jenny next base. week and driving you down to Wollongong. <laughs> to see how the joints are operating. <laughs> and if it's not operating,
3: there'll be harsh words. I can tell you that. <laughs> We've got a new coach. We've got a whole lot of new things. Now, tell me around about um, if I could. We talked about boxing earlier, and of course, it's a, it's a, it's a great side hobby for a lot of rugby league players who love a bit of biff. And of course, we don't <laughs> get enough of that in the the code itself anymore so we have to I mean we nearly got it in state of origin didn't we kind nearly. of yeah kind of so uh, there's a fight coming up Paul Gallin has given up on B. Williams who's he fighting Chris so he's fighting,
2: fighting former UFC exponent Mark
3: can you do that Hunt. put the two together
2: uh, yeah you can mix and match I think yeah. if you like I mean yeah. Ronda Rousey jumped to professional wrestling having she been did. in mixed martial arts and yeah. seamlessly I hasten to add yes So we
0: discussed Mark Hunt before yes, and being careful with the name. No relation. Obviously, Hunt, Hunter is quite different. Yes. Rest in peace, Mark. Uh,
3: Super Duper Cooper, ex-Dragon, he he tried his uh, his, uh, shot at cage fighting. Yes. It's not generally a very attractive sport. Do you you ever do it with a cage fighter, UFC, Jetty? I've never seen it, no. No. It seems to be lowering the bar even more.
4: Oh, look, I'm not a fan of the combat sports. I guess yes. that's po- probably because of my gender and also uh, yes. being a doctor, I don't like seeing people hurt. No. It's the aftermath. Mm.
3: Yeah, but they go past a point, don't they? It's just damage, isn't it? Damage for damage sake. Anyway, Paul Gallen doesn't care. Doesn't care at all. Doesn't care at all. And his opponent cares even less. What was his famous line,
2: Chris? Okay, so so we understand that there needs to be a build-up uh, to attract attention because, you know, the Tim you know headliner is not going to get it done. So if you see that former Cronulla Premiership uh, winner and um, you know, basically origin loser. Paul Gallon is fighting Mark Hunt. You go, I want a piece of that. But <laughs> you still have got to shell out because you've already you know got the manscape yes. with the twenty percent discount plus free shipping. And you're a bit
3: short after the Mike up. Tyson fight last that, that,
2: weekend. <laughs> the Mike Tyson fight, fight. Yeah, <laughs> how was that a draw? So you, you need to talk it up. So Mark Hunt said, you know what? I live. Many people spend their entire lives not living. And part of living in my world is getting into the ring, getting into the cage. And if I get into the ring with Paul Gallen, and let's face it, he kills me, I will go, I am prepared to pay that ultimate price. Job well done. Because I've lived my life. Yeah, right. Now, so what, are, what are the rest of us zombies, are we? Yeah, well, Paul Gallen came back as the voice of reason and said that was dead set stupid. <laughs> And and so the, the return... Yes,
3: what's the return? The server's
2: been returned yet again this week, Jenny, when uh, Mark Hunt has described Paul Gallen, and are you and you're familiar with Gallen's sort of origin, Captain, et cetera, et cetera? Yep, yep. Uh, got a good chin on him. That he is only a part-time fighter, but he's a full-time grub. <laughs> Boom. And
3: what can you say about that? I'm sold.
2: What, what has Gallen's
0: comeback is...
3: Yeah. yeah. I maybe be dead set
2: stupid,
0: but he's a full-time grub.
2: So if I've, got, if I've got to get on main event and pay 55 bucks for that, I'm uh, doing so in the hope that the gal gets his just desserts, but Mark Hunt still dies.
3: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now that's And talented, everybody's happy.
2: Everybody's happy, yeah, including Mark's family. Well, no, no, no. We, we wish no one any ill, no, no. And, and I'm sure it's all just verbal.
3: Right. Uh, tell us, I, I haven't been keeping up. I've sort of gone AWOL from Rugby League for the moment, but uh, are any of them still in a bubble? Does that still exist?
2: No, all the bubbles have been popped. Have they? The, 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 there's still conversations around whether Melbourne or the, um, what are the, the Vodafone Warriors in New Zealand yes. now uh, will be in bubbles. And the, the, the current thinking is they won't be, yep. that, that everyone will be playing from their home. In the Trans-Tasman bubble. But probably the biggest controversy about the bubbles uh, this week, and again, Jenny, your medical opinion would come in handy here, was... Uh, Grand final uh, substitute for the Penrith Panthers, Brent Naden, has tested positive for cocaine. Right, where, where does he live? Uh, well, he was in the bubble.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah okay. Uh, so that was delivered to the bubble. Yeah, um, he's uh, he, he booked like the in, Olympics. If if, if we follow the timeline, Naden comes on, plays a blinder, mind you, <laughs> in, off the bench in the grand final. A white blinder He's one of five players tested immediately after grand final yeah. uh, uh, drug tested. He then. Goes to the club and goes, I'm checking myself into rehab. <laughs> and then the positive test comes back. Ah. So,
0: how long does cocaine last? How long does the cocaine Jenny? last in the system? When you're testing, is th- it days or is it weeks?
4: Uh, it's at least twenty four hours, but it may be up to seventy two. I think. Okay, so
0: it's not weeks and weeks and but weeks. But you know how those, those myths
3: is. build up, you know, like they say that um, I think cannabis gets into cannabis
4: the... does because it's uh, it's, fat it's, it's kept into the fat stool, so it's released wow. very gradually. So wow. it, it, if you were a regular cannabis, you'd um, never get it out. User. Well, if you stop today, it's going to be at least 18 months before it's oh, all Wow.
3: So you're walking around in the studio. They're the zombies, quickly.
2: Trust me, I've got a few friends who are driving on borrowed time. That's all I'm saying. So they're at the, the these so you tests. lose weight, you're processing it and you're getting your own
0: little residual high that goes for 18 months. Is that how it
4: works? Is, it, I, I is it releases? I don't know that you get the high again.
3: Because yeah. <laughs> I've been reading about this. it's called. It was in a show about plastic surgery and the evils and the downside of plastic surgery. So Brazilian butt lift. They, well, they take your fat from somewhere and they inject it into your buttocks. That's why you're it's, looking so fresh. That's part of it. it? Yeah. <laughs> like a little so perky. I'm assuming the cannabis could be moved from one place to another
2: <laughs> and you sit on it and you could wiggle around a little bit. The issue for Nathan, of course, is he's admitted to use prior to the grand final. Now, yeah. the the, the WADA rules are actually in the process of changing. You might have heard about this, Jenny. And hmm. if, if it's determined that it was recreational, not performance enhancing, right. he may actually, because he's... At, worse facing a two-year ban he may face as little as one month because you there's a discretion to be processed under the new rules and if it was a first-time recreational use yeah, yeah. that's the sort of penalty but uh, 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 there was a doctor in the press this week who said that you're actually sort of um, you know rolling the dice and playing with your life if you're playing on cocaine
4: correct it increases your heart rate and so does exercise so you can put yourself into a funny rhythm and you can actually oh, die and people wow. can die and he did play well
3: <laughs> as opposed to those dragons in the seventies and the sixties that used to get absolutely tanked when they went on a UK tour and still win, because <laughs> they were playing with friendly drugs.
2: Yeah, I mean, friendly drugs. Saint George's friendly drugs in the fifties. If, right? you, go, if, right. you, if yeah. you go back in time, you mentioned the great Harry Barth who's you know very close to my heart as a, a Balmain great as well, and uh, Ken Carney was the first of the coaches in the Saint George. Never before, never again we've heard of uh, eleven yeah. premierships. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. But he was as I understand it, the first proponent of boys, we've actually got to get fit because <laughs> in those days... the Say routine, that again, Chris. Boys, we've got to get, get fit because right. yeah. they used to come after work, do a couple of laps of the Oval, play some touch and go to the pub. Yeah. How big was the alcohol culture when you were uh, a doctor in the rugby league?
4: It uh, wasn't that big. Um, the boys uh, usually abstained uh, during the week and they would have a few after game night. Right. Um, I think there was um, one... One day a month after training that they had a get-together um, after training where food and, and some drink was provided, but it wasn't that big.
3: Right. Which brings us, of course, to Curtis Scott. Now, you may not know this story, Jenny, but uh, it was uh,
0: it was a Australia Day weekend, wasn't it? was the Australia he Day went weekend. went to the Ivy. And that was this year. This year. It was the start of the collapse of 2020. Had a big night. Canberra Raider, of course. Canberra Raider, of course. We don't know why he was walking through Moore Park. Yeah, we do. What? Well, He was looking
3: for headquarters. He was put in a
0: cab. The British boys said, "Done, cab, go home." He's like, "Nah,
2: I'm getting out of here." That's the official story. But what it was was uh, (laughs) the the bus had arrived to take them back to Canberra, and uh, uh, Curtis was saying goodbye to a few friends and missed the bus. Was a little bit late and got confused, missed the bus, and he got Uh, onto the light rail. And the light oh. rail, of course, talking, took him out to the um, oh, mall. Yeah, yeah, there, but was. Tibby caught a bridge. Yeah, that's the right.
1: Right. problem.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that of Sydney. Oh, hey, by the way, he, wh- where he decided to have his rest... And Is Is he Jenny, Jenny yeah. doesn't know this part, do you, Have Jenny? you
3: found the plaque? No, no he, wa- he wanted a rest, so he found a Morton Bay fig. A cocoon-like, laid down in the, within the fig. And, oh, and, I did read about it. Yes, yeah. and it's on
2: Moore Park Road. And I've actually, a, a number of times now, just actually worked out which tree it was. Have, Have you genuflected? To Mar- the I did.
0: And, and you can understand. Is <laughs> a
2: plaque? You can understand that. The, There's got to be a plaque. Well, look, when he wins his civil case, I'll fund the plaque because <laughs> I thought his police treatment was outrageous. <laughs> Absolutely. But also.
0: Maybe a statue
4: would be better. A statue, a
2: statue <laughs> sounds
0: great. There you go. Like like Yabba on the hill yelling, it could be yeah. a statue. Recumbent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific idea. Reclining and in the. In another
3: the reason to visit this great city. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> put, put it on the map. Yeah. Destination
2: New South yeah. Wales. Forget the, the, Three league, part of the Rugby
0: League atrocities tour. Yeah. Forget
2: the <laughs> Dubbo Zoo, Western Plains. You've got to see the Curtis Saw <laughs> statue. And what would be beautiful about it, it's on a Morton Bay Fig. Right outside the Rugby Australia headquarters. Oh, yes. How great would it be to have a Rugby League destination place? And, can, and it should you be you
0: like can, a little electric fence. If you go and tap it, the taser goes off.
2: And <laughs> if you do a recreation.
3: You could be cop number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. How many were there? Twenty-one cops or something? Well, yeah. one of them stood on his foot while he was tasered, while he was handcuffed, while he was capsicum sprayed. One of the cops worth his
0: ankle. <laughs> ankle. Yeah. It could be a it could be a scratch and sniff thing. Oh, he bit was of asleep. Bit of pepper
2: spray in your face. And and the good thing about this is we don't have to say allegedly. It was well, all okay. captured on their own body cams. <laughs> yeah.
4: So and no different to a scrum tackle then. Exactly.
2: Rugby exactly <laughs> technique. And they're, they're trying to demonstrate to Curtis how he should defend for the Raiders, because Ricky Stewart didn't know where it
4: went wrong. And,
2: and can I say they're talking six figures? Are they? I reckon they should be talking wow, seven wow. figures. Come Justice, on. Yeah.
3: Done. Uh, look, it's great to see that in rugby league, not just uh, in other entertainment forms like Vivid Sydney, that innovation is respected. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there was a new committee, Chris. Did you know what rugby league hasn't got enough committees in my mind? And I do believe that. Well, this since is, since they sacked. Greenberg, the committees and the, the staff has shrunk. They yeah. need more committees. Well, they're they're just using the same members, obviously. Rotate, yeah, yeah, but they yeah.
0: need to have new names for the new
2: committees names and subcommittees.
0: So the Apollo commission is oh. is
3: that redundant or is that still? Well, this is con-
2: this is the thing. So uh, the press articles written this week about that the, the rugby league has established an innovation committee, which of course oh, they'd already wow. established. Yes. Yep. and it got rebranded Project Apollo, which was around the initiative. You can see our <laughs> resumption day. T shirt oh. there, Jenny, where Peter Volandis said we're I going to be back hope It doesn't out of the end bubble.
4: up like Apollo 13. Well,
2: that's exactly <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's the problem, you know. <laughs> well, so, so far, so good. So, Junior Pierce, <laughs> who's the head of the committee, was saying I was actually channeling Apollo 11, yeah. and he said to Peter Volandis, who's the ch- the chair of the, the the rugby league at the moment. Well, of he course, said, we
3: should remember as a Greek.
2: Yes. Apollo. Yep. You know. Mates with Dr. George. Yes. Uh, um, Nick, Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick, of course. So you're yeah. suggesting that the Project South. Apollo was
0: nothing to do with the moon mission? Nothing it was, all about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. all about the Greek God. it was all about the Greek God. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> lot of sense. No, no,
2: no. In, in Junior's <laughs> mind, it was Apollo Eleven because he said, "I will." Well, be he's not Greek, but he says, "I will be Neil Armstrong." And he said to Peter Vallandis "You can be JFK." Now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't particularly know if I want to be JFK. <laughs> no. But anyway,
0: stay away from grassy knolls. Don't go near Moore Park. A lot of grassy so, knolls.
2: So, so like Bill Clinton had a campaign in 1992 about making America great again, and Donald Trump just. Did the same Again. campaign? Yeah. The Project Apollo has been rebadged. And how did that go, Chris? Not so well. Project Apollo has been rebadged to the Innovation Committee, right? And you've got Valandis on it. You've got Abdo.
3: Yes.
2: You've got Junior Pierce.
3: You're your mine. Sticky. Sticky's oh, on. God, I love Sticky. And we know he was the game's greatest thinker. He still
2: is. He still is. Okay. He still is. And he's he the reason
0: and, and the warmest heart yeah. in rugby league.
3: Yeah, yeah. Clearly. And of course, there has to be Best sense of, humor. of the Roosters
2: and Souths. Has to be. Luke Keery, yeah. Damian, Damian Cook. Cook. Players. Yeah. I mean, it's such a cabal. You've got Bellyache and Sticky. Best mates. As the coaches. Sticky said he was bored by rugby league and he'd fallen out. And I said, that was probably his problem. He was coaching in 2019 and he was bored and that's why you lost. Not enough innovation. Yeah. The oven bell got him going again. <laughs> and then you've got Come to throw. On. Because Wayne and uh, Robbo aren't on there, you've got to throw a couple of players. Is Robbo
3: the- throwing a tantrum?
2: Or is yeah. he being punished for the
3: well, loss well, this what year? Were
0: you, about to say, were you about to say, where's the
3: yeah.
4: doctor? No, no, I was about to say, does Sticky have a proper name? Sticky? Well, uh,
2: Richard. Richard Stewart. <laughs> Ricky Stewart. Oh, Ricky
1: Stewart. Richard, Rick.
3: Richard Stewart. Rick. Is he a drummer as well?
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'd you, you recognise Ricky Stewart. He's the guy that kicks yes. the chairs and the cats. Otherwise
3: known as the angry ant. <laughs> and also <and> throws <laughs> water bottles he, he, out the window. He is known
4: to me. He's, yeah. Um, yeah. He has a cousin uh, who's also a colleague of mine in Canberra.
3: Is he as funny <laughs> as Ricky?
4: <laughs> No, not quite as funny. Not quite as
3: funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. Apparently, uh, Ricky's got a cat who runs for cover every time Ricky comes home because he likes to kick at the cat.
0: Allegedly,
2: <laughs> it no truth a, a bad in that mood.
0: whatsoever. <laughs> Warm, loving family
2: <laughs> man. Now, Come on, I'm conscious of the time, but the innovation committee is <laughs> yeah. get this. Dennis is going to look at more captains' challenges, Ooh. less referrals to the bunker by the referees, but every try being looked at by the bunker while the conversions have been taken oh. up. It just doesn't.
3: But do you yeah. know what that means, Chris? That means more fun. Yeah. Because they all want to try. All the fans go, yay! All they're boo. lining up the shot to gold. And, about shot, to and kick. then they go, Ding. then they go, no, it's not a try. And Everyone goes, boo! Yay! <laughs> so He's you behind double you. The, double the fun. But I uh, interestingly know how many outwardly stated gay rugby league players have there been? One. One. Now one. that doesn't sit with the facts. I'm sure, Jenny is a doctor. You would say that that's not a true percentage representation.
4: Well, the, uh, of no, well, it's, uh, it's said to be approximately between five and ten percent of the there population. So, so one's not
3: quite right. No, I There's wouldn't think so. Referee, There's one, one uh, uh, positively affirmed gay referee, friend of the show, Manchester Matt, Matt Chicken. Now, what will he bring to this innovation committee, Chris? Some common
2: sense, I think. Common sense. <laughs> <I> mean, I'm <laughs>
3: thinking of the mirrorball coming down. What do you reckon? Village <laughs> <British> people. <laughs> That'd be fun, wouldn't it? If we're looking for fun from Peter Volandis, a little bit of the queer touch, a little bit of the uh, the community touch would be great. Look,
2: Peter Valandy says that rugby league wasn't entertaining till he arrived, Jenny, last year, <laughs> and that we're all fooling ourselves. And I think a little bit of Kylie Minogue disco glamour, oh yeah, is what is going to save rugby league. Because disco is coming back, you hear, Chris? Disco is back. Sir. <laughs> I don't think we've got it. Oh yes, Todd Carney, great news. Well, yeah. can can we can we simply wrap up by two, three things? First of all, Jenny, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I mean, you are a pioneer in many ways, but a, a, an absolute. Um, treasure as far as the game of rugby league is concerned so thank you for joining us my oh, yes. pleasure ornament to the game and, so- and and keeping St George fit and fit as a fiddle for 79
0: at giving him that premiership yeah, right. without the, without, without the doctor it not nothing, yeah,
2: nothing. Yeah, it would have been Canterbury all the way uh, secondly, we we shouldn't forget Nelson Cypher for Solomona's revelation this week. Oh yes, because I promised myself when we won
3: in 2010 that I'd get a St George tattoo. I, I still chicken, waiting. I chickened out. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I'm 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 proud of this fellow. What did he do, Chris? Well, we were talking about bubbles. The Melbourne Storms were in the Novotel Twin Waters Sunshine Coast bubble for five what months a bad this place year. To be, hey? Uh, with so, family, so, so yes, with an entourage, supposedly, so he could remember the experience. He actually tattooed his room number onto his arm. Right. Now, so he didn't use just a
0: texter. He actually got a tattoo. He
2: tattooed, and I don't buy this. You know what? The, the, the trouble with modern hotels, you yeah. used to get a key with a label with a number on. Now it's yes. just a piece of plastic. Yeah, you don't that, know. That can be overwritten. So, I just, and that
0: plastic, if you put it with your iPhone, can it, get yeah. White get, white. The magnet gets yes, white. Yes. So I want
2: to salute Nelson for a very practical solution, solution. to the problem. That um, resonates for the rest of his life.
3: Right. <laughs> so,
2: so if he's found under a tree, a Morton Bay fig,
3: they'll look at his hand and go, which hotel would that be? We'll just take him the nearest hotel and just dump him at the front. And say, yeah, Nelson, will,
2: Nelson will come to back at Marrissi or wherever they were. It would be incredible. <laughs> right. But, but uh, rugby league never stops. It's a 24-7, 365-degree days a year Degray. cycle, except for leap years, 366. We should. We, we're in a leap year, I guess we are. Twenty, twenty years, yeah, yeah. And what? What a memorable year! Wow, didn't we leap? Uh, the ABC <laughs> we pivoted, program,
3: Dennis. We pivoted. We did
2: pivoted. We, yep. the, uh, the ABC, <laughs> that uh, left Week lunatic organisation that Dennis works for. <laughs> Jenny, uh, I say slash their funds, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Have a program at the moment called Again. Reputation Rehab, and they uh, explore the Todd Carney story. Did they? Yes, the bubbler.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
2: Famously, Jenny. You know, you know about the bubbler.
3: No, I it don't. Which is one of
2: those hijinks down
3: at Cronulla where they used to get a lot of trouble down at the Shire.
0: It's just a little test of the prostate yeah, just yeah. to see how, mu- how much oh, you know, force one has on exit. Yes,
3: yes. but he filmed it because it's like the Eiffel Tower shot, you know, when you put your hand under the Opera House. the other Yeah, oh, holding yes. up the... Yeah. But in this way, it looked like he was actually drinking his own bubbler. Uh, it was a joke. It was Allegedly. a photo. It wasn't supposed to go public. It went public. He was thrown out of the game, basically. Lost his career. He's now a concreter in Queensland. Yeah, and, and doing and, very well and, and, and very happy. And, and, and Tracer Trace make a lot of money. I can tell you that right now.
0: Yeah, he was running a couple of businesses. There you go. So. So, He doesn't regret a minute. Not a minute. And he didn't hurt anyone. Let's not forget there was no domestic violence, there was no assault, there was no nothing. No. Just amusing
3: himself and a mate.
0: Just a country boy having a bit of fun. Misunderstood. (laughs) Couldn't go to Goulburn? <laughs> He's not going to But
3: and, there was another ABC employee who was taken down, nearly.
2: Well, there was an interesting connection. I mean, I guess the central thesis of Todd, that he paid for all these previous sins, you yes. know, drink driving. He actually got uh, barred from the town of Goulburn by the local mayor. For
3: 100 kilometres. Not even knowing you yeah. could do that. So <laughs> he just the made inc- it up. <laughs> the incident itself was fairly
2: innocuous, but it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And it was around how social media, just one misstep can really profoundly change your life. And so they did a beautiful left turn to your mate James Valentine on Radio Seven O Two, Stephen. Yes, because yes. he's good at the bubbler. <laughs>
0: well, he does
1: it every time I Rock and roll, not he? Try and stop him. You know, it's mean, more he's, jazz. It's more he's a, jazz than rock and a, roll.
2: It's a short work from the saxophone <laughs> to the bubbler, <laughs> really. <laughs> by night
0: he plays. By day he plays jazz. By night he betrays his country. I think that was the uh, <laughs> old Soviet.
2: And, and, and he, uh, uh, a father tweeted, "My son is taking up chess, and he says, i 'I'm just asking the question.'" And I'm not sure about this, but is anyone ever really concerned about the fact that white goes first in chess? And is that something where maybe we should reconsider? So uh, the ABC producer of the show rang a chess expert who was, that James Valentine said, was first on the database. And uh, uh, turns out the guy loves Sky News takes the story to Sky News, the ABC is asserting that chess is racist and it became a global story.
3: Before he'd actually said anything on air. He actually hadn't been on air at that story stage. The story hadn't even gone anywhere. <laughs> he was just putting out the feelers. Apparently chess started in India. So what does that say? Lunatics. Colonialism at its, at its best or worst?
2: H- have you watched The Queen's Gambit? Jenny, have you seen that new Netflix series that's on? No, I have Too busy She's doing, doing Doctorate. I-, I can <laughs> highly recommend it. It's about a, a, an American girl who's an orphan. And she uh, is clearly good at mathematics and she, the janitor in her orphanage plays chess and she's enamoured with the game. And in those days... And, and, the, and sleeping pills. Yeah, it's written
4: by the dude, I wish I could Ooh, remember green his and white name, ones. Uh, yeah. who,
2: who wrote The Man Who Fell to Earth. Uh, Travis something like that. Uh, mm, Travis McCoy? Look I'll, no. I'll, I'll put it on the mm. Facebook page. And uh, so part of the deal with the orphans to keep them calm was they gave them Librium? Would that be... Is that the right? Green and white sleeping pills. Like tranquilizer. Right. Back in the day. Right. This is back in what years? Chris, is, it's no, not lithium. Early lithium, was it? Yeah, lithium, right. The, Lithium's it, on a
4: sleeping pill. It's used for the treatment of um, manic depression or bipolar disease. Right, right. And it calms people down. Because yeah. okay. she
3: didn't sleep. She'd stay up all night watching the, the roof and imagine chess moves on the ceiling.
2: Right. So so it becomes her journey to take on the greatest chess players in the world. Uh, and it's also an incredible, it's like Mad Men. It's an incredible fashion piece. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people have watched that show. <laughs> and they said, it really makes me want to take up Chess. I've watched it and said, it really makes me want to take up Lithium. tranquilizers. <laughs> 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 Mood stabilizer. So Chess is in the news. But anyway, the Todd yes, Carney so- story, he's resolved, he's happy, and he goes, you know what? Um, I probably had to experience this to learn from it because it's just been all part of my journey. Oh, journey. journey. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Does that lead us to Dennis? Yes, yeah, so
3: have <laughs> a song, Dennis. Look.
0: To celebrate, I think we need to sell it. I've never actually done I've done this only in the show. I've never done it. Uh so I've never played it live with the guitar before. But okay. I'm feeling a bit like I should, probably shouldn't do it myself. I think we should get a guest to come and play it. Okay. So um, uh, a full-time grub. Well, allegedly a full-time grub. Allegedly full-time grub. But he's, you know, he's not dead set stupid, is he? No, he's not. No. <laughs> so if you guys can just tap for a moment, I'll see if I can find him. Okay. And in the meanwhile, of course, James Valentine hasn't quite resolved this issue. He's still a bit angry about
3: this, isn't he? Is he? He's been targeted. Uh, for doing the bubbler, <coughs> and uh, <laughs> he does not want to be cancelled, Chris.
2: Right, right. So. <laughs> So what you're saying is, as a result of all this controversy, he's intending to do the bubbler on air?
3: No, he's retreated. He now wants to do a whole summer special on disco's returning.
2: Right, that's but, it. Yes, because he's just playing it safe. So because you, you <laughs> went on his show, Stephen, and we, I did, and, and he was uh, somewhat dismissive of the genre. I thought.
3: Well, he was. He's he's a he's a voice person for his community, and generally the community like their blues and roots. You know, their country and western occasionally. You talk
2: about the 702
3: audience. Yeah, yeah. Disco, they haven't quite caught onto the concept that disco's got some merits. You see. So when when he was told that Kylie Minogue disco to start with well he didn't want to buy that or they didn't want to buy that uh, and there was mm. one disco worth listening to let's you, take it away Dennis. Oh, just while he's doing you know what I
2: say like Blues Fest is coming back next yeah. year fantastic what I love about Blues Fest is they get all those artists together in one place that I don't have to see <laughs>
3: <laughs> they have some of the greatest lines ever George Clinton hello
2: Yes. Yes. Played there. Yes. On the same day as Zappa Does Zappa and John Fogarty.
1: Hello, Paul. Hello, Gal. Hey, how are you boys? Hey? <laughs> oh, no, I'll do a little song. This is a little song I Was wrote it about Toddy. Good? Oh, it's Dead Set Good. Hey. <laughs> I just, I, I haven't played it with the guitar before though. Oh, so what have she you played might, it with? She might be a bit loose, eh? Hey? <laughs> It was a cold winter's night and the grog was flowing At Old Joe's down in Old Sutherland A young man who's been known to make some poor decisions A Cronulla football star took his member in his trembling hands (laughs) Ah, his bladder was full and his eyes were shining But peeing there just seemed like a waste At the silver urinal, then the camera came out, and Toddy had a smile, Toddy had a smile, Toddy had a smile on his face, just gotta move the page up, hang on a second, and then he took a whiz right into his mouth, oh it bubbled all around refreshingly, he took a whiz right into his mouth. His dream was proud and true, and then the photograph went viral. Viral! Let's <laughs> change the page again. Now, his manager said that it was photoshopped a false perspective and a trick of the light. Like when a tourist pretends to hold the Tower of Pisa. Here's three different theories Toddy had been drinking, Toddy had been drinking, Toddy have been drinking all night. And then he took a whiz right into his mouth Oh, it bubbled all around refreshingly He took a whiz right into his mouth His stream was proud and true And F sharp, then the photograph went viral Viral! Oh, he took a whiz right into his mouth Yeah, he took a whiz right into his mouth Oh, he took a whiz right into his mouth He took the whiz right into his mouth.
3: Yeah, very good. Very good, Paul. Very good. Thanks, guys. (laughs) See you on the telly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.